0: All right. What up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Angela Marie Williams, who is a licensed clinical social worker, success and mindset coach, therapist, podcast host, and speaker. Angela, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Of course. Thanks for coming on the show. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, so I love being outdoors. That's one of my favorite things, one of my restorative practices. So I love walking. Uh, being on the beach is one of my favorite relaxation times. Uh, spending time with loved ones, traveling to new places, um, eating like new foods, trying new experiences. Um, I love sports. So, you know, golf, putt putt, volleyball, <laughs> softball, whatever, tennis, all the good things. Yeah.
0: Love it. You live a full and fun life, it seems.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Try to. (laughs) yeah.
0: Well, tell us a little bit about work. So are you a practicing social worker right now? Is that something in the past? And a little bit about your podcast, like just give us the rundown of Angela.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I am a licensed clinical social worker. I currently am licensed to practice uh, psychotherapy in the state of Florida and Washington, D.C. So I do have a fully... Uh, full practice uh, that is running right now. I have an additional business that's just focused on that mindset and success coaching. Um, so that's a little bit different. I do a lot more of the educational um, experiences, transformational experiences and speaking opportunities through that business. Um, and that is really all about that self-development. How do we get you to your highest level of success? How do we get you to, you know, those top, uh, top peaks of the Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs, if you're familiar with that. So it's really finding you know, your self-fulfillment. Um, and so if that's really what that's about. Um, the podcast, actually, I was not planning to start a podcast, but I love talking to people and listening to stories and, and sharing people's stories. And I know for me growing up, I really learned and I still learn so much from other people's stories. And I feel like that brings us together as people that helps us be connected and in community with one another. So I thought, why don't I start interviewing folks on their experience and people can kind of learn, you know, best practices, life hacks, things like that. And then it turned it into a podcast. So it is called um, The Bigger Braver Life Show. Sorry, I had a brain fart right there. It's called (laughs) The Bigger Braver Life Show. A podcast and it's on all the areas. You can get your podcast, and in. I interview amazing folks. They get to tell their stories. I share um, some really helpful tips for folks to kind of help live their best life. Uh, so it's really supposed to be inspirational for folks.
0: Love it, I love it. Well, tell us um, for the person who wants to get into the top levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but we're at the bottom levels. Like we're uh, paycheck to paycheck and struggling there, like our basic survival needs are not taken care of, or they're just barely taken care of and at the risk of being stripped from us at any moment because of some more inflation. Uh, right. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, tell us how we start to kind of come into our best successful selves and our best mindset. Like what would be the first and maybe second, if you want to go there, step for that person?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, what I really would love folks to do is first cultivate that awareness of where they want to go and where they're at right now. So a lot of times we can stay stuck in those bottom two uh, parts of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which are like those physiological needs, the air, water, food, shelter, and the safety needs, personal security, property, employment, Right. Um, We can stay in those bottom two for various reasons, right? There's generational uh, things that are passed down, whether those are beliefs, whether that's trauma, whether that's stories, uh, scarcity, money stories, different things like that, that can really impact us and kind of keep us down in that survival level. Uh, what I would recommend is really kind of trying to dig in, do some self-exploration. Therapy is a great way to get started in that. Um, coaching you know tends to run a little bit higher on the price range and, and is set up a little differently but definitely can help you with that at the very basic if you're not ready to shell out some money for, for those type of things. there's books you can go to the library, you get tons of books on money mindset, uh, self-improvement and development. really uh, explore yourself and what's kind of going on, where you want to go and maybe what's holding you back there.
0: I got you. I got you so it really starts with awareness. Love it. Love it. Well, tell us a bit about your motivation in life. What gets you up and keeps you going every day?
1: Yes. So um, my motivation really uh, comes from taking a look around and noticing the disparity between genders, between races. Like there's a lot of disparities that we have, especially in the U.S., where there is inequalities and there are things that keep people from gaining the the wealth or those higher levels of the hierarchy that we talked about. Um, so, you know, I know there's specifically so many women who are intelligent, who could really advance society, but maybe don't have the knowledge base, the uh, societal programming that supports that. Um, so those are some things that really get me motivated to go out there and speak empowerment and inspiration and give people that confidence to go out and do the things that uh, you know that they dream of to help the world advance. That's really it in a nutshell, if you will.
0: Love it, love it. I would say very similar, very similar. Yeah. Less the the um, it's really the focus on the financial disparity for me. Of just yeah. like, man, the fact that there are homeless people in right. America. I'm like, there are so many resources. Like literally, there are abandoned homes, like yeah. that get torn down, and I'm like. Yeah what are we, what are we doing? <laughs> like there are literally homeless. so many
1: pieces to that puzzle. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And of course with homelessness, there's a lot of mental health stuff there's a huge disparity there,
1: right?
0: It's just, it's a lot and it breaks. It is. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and jump into your dreams and goals Then, big motivation. Excited to hear about your dreams and goals. What's your vision for your life and your company?
1: Yeah. So really what I want to do is, um, expand. So kind of my, my bigger vision for the work, especially the coaching work and I mean, really in the therapy work is really, uh, raising the female collective by contributing to statistics. Like, for example, the, uh, gender wage gap, um, you know, uh, women representing leadership in, in, you know, many of those higher up roles, right? So it's really about helping leaders to create a true culture of empowerment and uh, allowing women to tap into their strengths and their um, abilities and really seeing that through. Um, Because I think a lot of, again, the societal programming keeps, you know, those beliefs uh, in a way that is self-doubt, that is burnout, that is frustration, right? There's a lot of different things, questioning, right? Not believing in oneself. So it's really about promoting that to create a, a bigger uh, picture of a success for, for women and, I mean, people in general, but that's specifically my focus. Um, I'd love to uh, host more of those leadership and wellness retreats. I'd love to really create more of um, a larger impact. So uh again expanding the company a way to impact a larger amount of people so that's kind of in the works um i'd love to write a book there's a lot i mean i'm a i don't know if you're familiar with human design um but it is a concept where there are a few different types of personalities and mine is a manifesting generator so i'm constantly coming up with ideas it's like i don't have enough lifetimes to do all the ideas that i like to do um but it's awesome because there's always something on deck and and i'm excited to do it
0: i love it i love it so we got Raising the female collective by contributing to statistics like the gender wage gap, women coming into leadership and just helping them tap into their strengths and abilities, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: leadership and wellness retreats, writing a book. Do you know what the book's going to be about?
1: I have, again, lots of ideas from many different directions of that. So a lot of it's going to be, you know, how to tap in to your gifts and trust yourself and, and let that be known in a way that. Uh, isn't uh, you know scary or that you don't doubt yourself, right? It's a lot of that empowerment as well.
0: I love it. I love it. Any other dreams or goals that you want to chat about?
1: Yeah, uh, personally, it's just continuing to create more and more freedom for myself. So that's one of my values. Um, so so structuring my business in the way that's always supporting that. Um, it it also you know as a woman it can be hard to say no. We feel guilty, especially in helping professions. Um, to say no, put up boundaries or do different things like that. So, um, you know, as a business owner, you have to do those things to have a healthy business and successful business. So continuing to do that without feeling guilty, with feeling empowered um, and uh, being able to have freedom to do more of the things that I love, traveling, um, you know, living at the beach, all of those great things. So it's really creating freedom for not only myself, but for others in what I'm doing as well.
0: There we go. There we go. Well, if there were one or two people that you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really mm. help you take the next step towards these dreams and goals, who would they be? And how would they do it?
1: Hmm. Okay, so I thought about this one. So I don't know if you're familiar with uh, someone called Vision Lakiani. He I is thought. the... Okay, he's the creator of a company called Mind Valley, and I love this company because it is really focused on holistic personal wellness and development. And I've been following his work for a really long time. I've read books by him. I uh, I kind of I subscribe to his educational platform. And what I love about this company is that he's always innovating. He's always um, bringing more of these life hacks and educational pieces. To people um in a very accessible way, so I'd love to meet and and talk with him and kind of pick his brain on that because that is is again one of an one of the possible avenues right to be able to spread the messages that I want to share as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel like people who are tuned in, I guess especially women who are tuned in to Mind Valley would really be your ideal target. Yeah,
1: truly. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, awesome. What are the most important one or two things that everyday people can do? To help you accomplish your goals so you run into sally at the grocery store and you're like sally here's how you can help me
1: yeah i love that so i think it's uh and and i and i think you know there's a lot right <laughs> but i think there's there's connection and there's community building that can happen so i'd love to collaborate i love to collaborate uh, more with folks i'd love to hear their stories. either what they need or, you know, on their journey to success and how they've been able to overcome challenges, uh, you know, learn more of what they're looking for in that journey and how to kind of spread that around to uh, as many people as possible. So I think it's really meeting folks, having them share um, with me and with others uh, the the work that's being done and how can we collaborate and grow that? Because I believe, I mean, there's multiple quotes on this, but it's like, you know, we're good alone, but we're like great when we're together. So we can really amplify results that way.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, now we're gonna jump into our Thriving Three, and the first question is: What's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one.
1: Mm, can I say my podcast?
0: <laughs> absolutely, you can.
1: It's it's so much fun. Honestly, I again, I wasn't really expecting to do the the podcast, but the Bigger Braver Life Show it it kind of turned into that from these conversations and. I love just being able to, uh, you know, kind of pass the mic and share uh, people's stories for the benefit of others to learn from and be inspired from. So we just we have so much fun. And I've met so many amazing people through doing it. And I just love it.
0: There we go. And what is one way you like to take care of yourself?
1: hard mm-hmm. to pick one, my two favorite, my couple of favorites. Um, really, honestly, the daily exercise is so necessary to keep my brain uh, in a really good place. So definitely that, um, and getting massages, we hold a lot of tension as human beings in our bodies. Um, and so getting that address, I think helps so, so much. And sometimes we forget about how much attention our body needs as well.
0: Yeah. I need to go get a massage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been saying I want a massage for like four or five years, maybe okay. six to eight.
1: <laughs> After this, you need to go off here and you schedule your massage. That's your homework for the day. <laughs>
0: Yeah, honestly, though. Well, what is one action step you could take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to meet Vishen Lakhiani?
1: Is that yeah, a- I believe that's how you pronounce it. Um, So essentially, it's it's really pushing myself out of my comfort zone and really reaching out. So, you know, pushing myself out of my comfort zone. I think sometimes, um, you know, they, we can get bogged down in the day to day, the to do list, right? All the things that can pop up. And that really kind of keeps us in just this general momentum. But when we continue to reach outside of our comfort zone, that's where we have these big leaps. We meet our goals, right? We're able to do things that we haven't been able to do before. So I think it's really uh, taking that next leap and reaching out.
0: There we go. There we go. What is a special way that you could reach out that would really catch his attention?
1: Hmm. That's a great question. I was actually thinking while we're talking, like, when I share this, and when we share this, we can do some shout outs and say, hey, guess what? (laughs) You are featured. (laughs) And we're going to chat.
0: Oh, absolutely. We could definitely do that. That would be amazing. Yeah. Amazing. There's also this book called Giftology. And Mm -hmm. it's about two hours long. Okay. On Audible. Two two and a half hours. I think you might want to check it out. It has a pretty interesting way of... Getting the attention of people who are seemingly out of reach.
1: Ooh, I love that stuff. Perfect. I'm going to definitely send that. Thank
0: you. Awesome. Yeah, sounds good. And now we're going to jump into our final series of questions. They require a decent chunk of pretext, and I didn't send them beforehand. So Mm -hmm. it's totally okay to say, I don't know. Okay. um, (laughs) We'll just move on. So. A lot of people have come on the podcast and they've said that the catalyst that helps people change from having a fixed mindset, not willing to accept help and not willing to accept change, to having a growth mindset, being willing to accept help and being willing to accept change, the catalyst that causes that switch is a personal choice that happens after either extreme inspiration or extreme desperation. Do you agree, disagree, have you anything to add or subtract?
1: I love that. I think that's a great summa- uh, summary. Um, we talk about in uh, all the time I'm asking folks, you know, when, when they come to me, why now? What's what is uh, you know what is motivating you to come here? Whether that's in therapy or coaching, and I would say those two categories really ring true. It's I'm sick of this. I can't live this way. So that's out of that desperation, something's got to change. I've had it. I've had enough or that extreme inspiration of, I want to be the best at this, or I want to evolve, I want to grow, I want to expand, right? So there, I do agree with that. And uh, it's also uh, something that you might catch in marketing. We also look at, you know, where this person is, what is their pain, or what is their desire? Those are the things that make people have emotions that impact their behavior to change.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. What what are some of the things you think break down, that personal choice? Like the people who, never mind, it's the next question. So I'm just going okay. to ask <laughs> okay. the next question. Um, why do you think some people, given the same amount of extreme inspiration or extreme desperation, make the choice to change and others don't?
1: Mm, that's a good question. Um, I think that goes back to some of the things I was talking about before. Um, you know, there are systemic. Uh, laws and oppressions at play, right? There are um, some thoughts that have been stories that have been passed down that says like you can't or you can do something depending on where, how they've grown up, how they've perceived the world. So I think there's that, there's lack of knowledge. Um, I think there's some other factors that go into that. Um, There's also, you know, awareness and insight have to be present. Uh, to be able to make the change, you have to know what's going on or where you want to go. So some people do have a, a low insight or or you know ability to kind of pick those out, and that could also be a barrier.
0: Gotcha. 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 I think you kind of answered this question, but I'm gonna ask it just in case you have okay. anything to add. Okay. Some people need a smaller amount of desperation or inspiration to change, and others need a larger, more consistent amount. What do you think establishes that threshold and can it be
1: influenced? Mm, That's a really good question. So I would say, um, I think of when I'm hearing this like chronic desperation, I also think again, going back to the systems and those mindsets. So I think about the example of um, previous generations when they would go to work right they would pick a job and they would typically stay there for their entire career that was kind of the the way that things were done right things were set up now in this generation you've got folks maybe working six months a year and they're they're looking for something better because that is not the mindset anymore so I think there's also generational factors that can uh, impact and so it's like even if those people were miserable in that job like they did not get out because that was not a thing, right? It was like you continued unless unless it was a thing, right? Right. Like when you were where specifically you grew up or how you were taught or things like that. So I do think that plays a large role in uh, in having that kind of chronic pain versus that shorter amount of pain. So there's some pieces there. I think also um if you're not used to a, a chronic amount of you know desperation or pain or however you're going to put it, um, and you feel that a little bit, it may not take very much for you to, to move because you're like, oh, I'm nice. So I don't like this. Let's get rid of this. Yeah. So I think there's some different pieces there. Yeah.
0: I gotcha. I gotcha. So you would say it can be influenced because those generational factors can change how much experience you've had with chronic desperation or chronic inspiration can influence kind of that threshold you need. And say for 10 years, you go without desperation, but you went your whole childhood with desperation. Maybe now you need less desperation when Before you needed more, right? So it can be.
1: Well, I think also, you know, our brains really operate in a way that is, um, you know, it really likes routine and it likes things to feel comfortable. So whether or not they are healthy or safe for you, if it feels comfortable or normal, um, that is going to be kind of what we repeat unless we take those uh, really intentional interventions to get out of that. So if you've been used to something for a really long time, your brain is uh, wired to know that pattern as what's normal. And typically when we try to get out of something and do something new, think about some things that may cause us stress but are good. Moving might be one of those, getting a new job, right? We may experience some stress or some imposter syndrome or what have you. And that's typically your brain just trying to protect you and saying, hey, this is not really normal. Is this a threat, right? We're trying to detect a threat. Um, That also all happening in the background, right? But that could also play into it.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, now we're going to jump into our final question. So for this question, I want you to keep in mind um, a person who has a really fixed mindset, they're not willing to accept help and they're not willing to accept change. So in Atomic Habits by James Clear, he talks about the four laws of changing your behavior. And the laws are to make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy and make it satisfying. With that context in mind, And the avatar we just talked about, how can we, you and I, create an environment that makes it more obvious, more attractive, more easy, and more satisfying for that avatar to make the choice that will change their life?
1: Hmm. That's really good. I think it really also boils down to that desire. So how can we speak to that person to understand what their values are? What are their um, bigger wishes? What are their motivations. Because really, ultimately, it starts with that desire. If we have all those things present, but there's no desire to do anything about it, then it's not going to happen. So how can we speak to that? How can we learn those things and help connect that to the change?
0: Mm. I gotcha. I gotcha. And what would you say for the people who just don't have desire?
1: Um... that's that's how, it is what it is, right? Because if they don't have that desire, they're going to continue to go with what's comfortable. And a lot of people do operate that way.
0: And and it's what it is. I gotcha. I gotcha. I'm just, uh, I guess for that person who doesn't have that desire, I was more talking about that person who's like, you know, when you have a loved one and they're like, they either go from toxic relationship to toxic or like abusive relationship to abusive relationship or alcohol to drugs or whatever it may be, and it's like when they don't have a desire to change, I guess in my head I'm like, do you really not want to change? You know what I mean? I'm like, do you really, like, enjoy that pain? It's a Mm -hmm. a serious question that's always been in the back of my head. I'm like, I don't know if it's that you don't want to change and that you are genuinely just content with where you are. Because if that's the case, so be it. But if there's something else and you want to change, but you're just maybe not open to accepting help, or you don't believe you can change, or something like that, like right. I want to work with you, and I don't know how to differentiate between the two. I guess that's why I asked the question.
1: Yeah, and I think that's where I think that's where it's. Um, so in therapy, we use like scaling questions. So we we look at the desire. That is a big thing we do is look at the desire, uh, desire to change. So on that scale. From zero to 10, where are you at? What's your desire to change it? 10, it's gotta be immediately or you know, zero, I'm not at, no, right? And so we we look at that when we're talking to somebody, we're looking at that gauge, that measure to see where they're at. And then we'll like if, like if they say, okay, maybe it's a five, we'll say, okay, what keeps you from being a six, right? What keeps it from being a step further or what keeps it from being a four? A lot of times things are gonna be those beliefs Those fears that are holding that person back or a lack of knowledge, right? A lot of times, and we can Google a lot of stuff today, but fear is very powerful, as we may have seen from uh, real life examples. And so that can keep us stuck. So that's a lot of reason why I use that bigger, braver life language is because we all have fears at some levels and some points, but it's about how do we get to a place where we go beyond that? Um, and, and, and anyway, but I think that can be a really important question when you ask those scaling questions of where are you at and what's keeping you there versus there or there. So you get a clear understanding. So really, it's asking questions and approaching it in a way of curiosity. And also, we have to um, respect that somebody may never make a change in their life. We have to respect that somebody might, after 10 years or something, we, we might expect that they do it after one there's everyone's just so different. And there's so many factors that go into that, a lot of which we've talked about. So yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting question.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I'd say the hardest answer I've ever heard on this podcast, was somebody said, to create an environment that a couple people have said, it actually, okay. that kind of facilitates people making that choice to change their life. It's like, upgrade yourself. Because yeah. you can't change people. And the best way mm-hmm. to help them change is to be a light to them by upgrading. Be a model,
1: right? Model what you want to see. And that can be the inspiration because think about how different, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but that's again why I want people to share their stories because if I know that that's possible or I've actually, one of my motivations has been, I've seen someone do something I know I can do really well, poorly. That's where I'm like, oh, I'm seeing you, especially somebody I know, I have that connection with you. You're not like on this pedestal or anything, right? Right. So, but I know that I can do that in a more efficient way or whatever. I'm going because I know I can, right? So I think there's different ways that people are motivated, obviously. But sometimes that personal connection and seeing that, oh, if you can do it, I can do it. That's really powerful. That's kind of where podcast comes in for me too.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome. Angela, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off?
1: Um, I just want to remind folks and give them this, inspiration that you deserve the life of your dreams and you can get there. It's about having that growth mindset. It's about having the awareness. It's about willing, being willing to do the work and put in the work to get there, but you don't have to do it by yourself. You can hire coaches, therapists, engage mentors, friends, people who have done it the way that you're wanting to do it. So reach out. Don't be afraid to do that. There are people that will help you lovingly, safely, and, and freely. And so please- Please do
0: that on your journey. There we go. Well, awesome. Thank you for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having me so much.
0: Of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Angela had to say, make sure to go check out her podcast and connect with her. All the ways to do so will be down in the show notes below. As we always ask, shoot this podcast over to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Go ahead and give us a five star review on iTunes. And if you happen to know, I'm blanking vision.
1: Blackiani. <laughs> Blackiani.
0: Connect uh connect Angela. <laughs>
1: Love that. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> On that note, we're out